Hi, I'm Simon Rushton and this is Taxi Chronicles podcast. On this podcast, we spontaneously interview unsuspecting passengers with their permission, allowing them to share their intimate life stories and concerns. As our slogan states, real riders, real stories. Some riders prefer to be anonymous, while others ask me to tell their story later on. Either way, there are all genuine 5 to 10 minutes stories. So sit back and enjoy this episode. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, another rider, another day, another story. Today we have Nabin Zanwali. Did I say it right? Okay, that's fine. I'll okay. settle for that. Sorry, sorry. It's Nab Zamali. Nab Zamali. He's an right. e-commerce guy. Uh, when he got in the taxi, I knew he wasn't working for anybody. He's an entrepreneur. He's doing his own thing. He's going to tell us the story today about his e-commerce, how it works, why you need to check him out on his Instagram handle that I'm sure he'll give us later on, <laughs> and um, how you know how he got in the business, how the business works, and what motivates him. So over to you now. Thank you, thank you. This is uh, has to be the most memorable ride <laughs> so far this week in uh, all of the 12 bolt rides I made. <laughs> well, um, yeah, no, I work in e-commerce. I'm happy to share a little bit. I, uh, I work in uh, digital marketing, but specifically PPC, which is to make people who pay for online advertising uh, on specifically Amazon. Uh, e-commerce and uh, Google Shopping, Mm -hmm. I make sure that to reduce their cost of acquisition, Mm -hmm. sort of, if you are paying, say, £100 a week to get 10 clients, you know, that's about £10 per client cost of acquisition. I look at it and I say, you know what, I look at the data, sift through it and see, is there a room to get you more client or is there a room to reduce the cost? That's basically what it is, is we, we just make sure that whatever you're paying to acquire a customer is the most efficient and cost effective for you. Mm. Um, and sometimes uh, you have to pay more because let's say if you're not paying any advertising to cl- acquire a client mm-hmm. and you have, let's say, a thousand clients a month, then maybe you're wasting a, you know opportunity to acquire 20% more client for like very little investment of ads. Mm-hmm. I so hope I did a nerd in that. <laughs> yeah. So is advertising a mass when you're selling on Amazon, would you say, as a, con- as a supplier? Uh, ad- I'm sorry? Uh, is advertising a must? So if you're selling on mm. Amazon... Mm. Good question. Not always. If you're selling something that is very niche, that is very, like, uh, you know, very difficult to source, that only you make it, mm. then you don't necessarily need to advertise. But if you're selling something that it's very uh, competitive, that there is more than say a hundred people selling it, mm-hmm. then, and then for example, if there is no way to differentiate yourself, you're not the best, it's not handmade, it's not this, then advertising becomes a must. And on, just to give you an idea, all like large clients, I mean, I, I manage some accounts that you know do like half a million pound a month in, in, in sales on Amazon, selling one product. Oh, is it? Yeah. So this, they they have very big like advertising budgets, and it goes to Amazon. When we, Amazon is the, very expensive because it's called bottom of funnel where people are there to buy. 
It's a very hard conversion. Called what? Bottom. Yeah, in marketing, it's called bottle of funnel. Oh, so bottle of funnel. Yeah, bottom oh, yeah. of funnel. Yeah, say the. Yeah. Yeah. So from like you know people are there just to buy. So people compete very highly mm. for uh, you know for the top spots to to get the the sales. Do you Why? Wanna, sorry, do you want to explain a bottle of funnel for the listeners? Because yeah. I, I've done a podcast called Sarah's Explained to Me, but other people. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll tell you. So, uh, th- it's in marketing, a funnel is more like um, it's like a funnel, basically. Mm-hmm. It's, and then there are people at the very top of funnel that is, let's say you're providing a service, they don't even know it exists. So, you sort of maybe approach them on Facebook. And let's say I have a very good example. I have a. I'm not sure if I can talk about this. Anyway, I'll try to be vague. Mm. Uh, I have a client who's selling a product. It's very specific product for COVID uh, thing, and it's a patented product. They they invented it, mm. but people don't know this product exists. Mm. So in the UK is alright, in the US doing very well, but in Germany and France, they just basically nothing. Have no sales. So so that's where because the the search terms for people to find the product let's say that it's um, I don't know uh, protects your face or, or hands from touching you know things I'm mm. trying to be vague because mm-hmm. yeah. I have an NDA with them so then y- y- the search terms for the product don't exist because people don't know it exists mm. so what happens is a, bo- a top of funnel is they go on Facebook and target people who are for example have running a businesses or uh, recently being concerned about safety or COVID or researching that. Mm. And then a, a video will appear to them showing this product in function. It's like an informational information video. Yeah. So if they show interest in that video and they interact with it, click it, or, I yeah, don't know, view five, it. Five, ten seconds. Exactly. They get tagged and then they get shown another you know, uh, video. So then they get bring, brought down to like mid-funnel, yeah. which are like filtering the clientele mm-hmm. up until when they really now know what the product is and they've seen what it's called and stuff then they just send them like say for example a, an offer promotion with the product link straight to amazon to buy it mm-hmm. so that's what funneling is it's like a, mm-hmm. warming up someone <laughs> but something they don't know about like at all. you're caressing someone for a date yeah exactly <laughs> And then you just shoot. <laughs> uh, sorry, just sorry. Just my way of looking at things. Um, how, how long have you been in this business? Uh, about five years. Uh, funny enough, how I started in this, I'm running my own business on on, on e-commerce and Amazon, mm-hmm. and then uh, and it's grown to a point where I really need someone to manage the the marketing. And there, so I tell you what, if anyone here is out there and you're looking to do some training, go do like digital marketing. It's uh, it's well paid and there's so much demand for it. And there are so many like specialities and, ex- you know, in areas mm-hmm. of expertise. So it never gets crowded. And then I said, you know what, I'll just go and do the trainings because I did before some programming and uh, and I do it just to save myself the costs of hiring someone at £75 an hour. Is that how much it costs? Really? Yeah. I'm paying somebody in Kenya uh, a certain amount, very much less than that, to just to monitor my social media. But obviously, it's e it's e-commerce in the sense of where you're from and yeah. your economy, your scales. So if I'm going to pay in the same London rate, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Why would I pay in the same London rate and I can get someone to do it here around the corner? Um, I, yeah, I feel you. I, I also employ some people from Nepal and Turkey, so we're like um. Mm. kind of um, um, you know um, outsourcing some tasks I have like full-time employee in, in Nepal 
So I understand. Um, some 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 areas and you know in this and outsourcing are actually like very expensive still. And and one of them is this, uh, you know, in, uh, in in digital marketing, the people who do understand these funnels and and build funnels and like marketing and stuff, they they charge a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know someone that I, I got trained with who just they consult for like fifteen hundred dollars an hour. So really? yeah, you can hire them for like that much. And that's just on the digital marketing. Yeah, that's yeah. And digital marketing is because the platforms like this, uh, you know, and I'm sure this Bolt might and Uber sooner or later they might end up with like, you know, some sort of extra monetization to make money from drivers or people. So in in like uh, eBay and Amazon and this, the best spots, the best selling products, are people who are paying extra money in advertising costs to the platforms. That's true, you know, because if Bolt or Uber or Ola, if every morning when everybody turns on their app, there's 45,000 people doing Uber, for instance, in London. If every morning everybody gets the same advert relevant to like car air fresheners, what's that's a niche market. Yeah. So you know everybody needs to have a air freshener in their car. Guaranteed, you got forty-five thousand sales, more or less, at least that week. Yeah, yeah, could be. And, and and then all you have to do is convince Uber or whoever just to put that advert on their app for a nano, like five, three seconds. As you turn it on, you see the advert. Is your car smelling fresh? Blah blah blah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's already like in the pipeline. Not. Well, I don't know if it's in the pipeline, <laughs> but I haven't. I've been using obviously their services in what we're doing. And I haven't seen it. Yeah, I think I for the way I look at it is like Uber, Bolt, and this. They are still at the stage where they fighting for market share, for uh, to be get established, for stability of the business. Mm. Once that's sorted, I think you will see like more ways how they're going to monetize the platforms. Mm. You know, be it like uh, you know, I don't know, deliveries or this or mm-hmm. or like advertising. Um, yeah, absolutely. Lyft aren't here though yet. Yeah. You know, um, Lyft, Lyft the taxi service. I know, yeah, I know. I know, I'm, uh, yeah, just follow a bit. I know Lyft, uh, for example, is, they started to do courier delivery packages, if I'm, oh, if I've it? got that right. They do that to pilot. Yeah, well. Will you, what do you think? Will you, do you think it's a good thing if they actually like, you know, allow you to do packages. Like well, we do packages anyway. They say you don't, but you turn up at a job and someone says, "Can you just drop this keys? Can you drop this parcel? You can you drop this?" Yeah, I do that all the time. Uh, yes, yeah. I always tell them, "Put it in the back seat. I'm not touching it. That person has to be there to pick it up." So if old Bill come along and they say, "What's that?" I say, "Well, the customer put it there." They say, uh, "Oh, I we see, don't believe so. you." I said, "Well, I haven't got my fingerprints on it, so you can open it, do what you want with it. But I haven't touched it, mm. so I don't know what's in there." The video camera on the car will show that it was thing. But so I, you know, so it's a good thing because if they just release that the delivery market to you know to the the, yeah. the Ubers and things yeah. to give you more work. Yeah, and you're already on the road. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But then that's a different license and and yeah, ta- the right kind of thing. Uber, obviously, the mayor's been after them, and now he's after Ola. <laughs> I reckon he just wants brown envelopes. I don't trust him at all. But um. I, I don't see a problem. To me, it's just dropping packages or people. Yeah. It doesn't really bother me. I don't do animals, so 
that's my only thing. If people want to be an animal in a car to catch another good thing, I'm not something I don't do. But um, yeah. Yeah. So you see a bright future in this whole digital marketing and what you do. I, 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 no, I don't. I wouldn't say that. I don't think there is any a bright future. A bright future is just to like um, it's stable. Surely it's stable because everything's going to Amazon's holds the market in home delivery. Realistically, when you think about it, yeah. Apart from the food places, I don't think Amazon sells food. Amazon got acquired like Whole Food, and now they do the the full range of uh, Morrison's. Oh, is it? Yeah. So, oh, so they do Morrison's food. Yeah, I I don't think I'm there. Like I said, it's because I I've acquired some resources and a mm-hmm. team that um, that is doing the work, and we don't really need that much work because once things once you have products actually in the pipeline and production and you know supply chain, you know, mm-hmm. especially the product gets like established, mm-hmm. then you have a bit of spare time. So mm-hmm. I put that team on myself to lend our services mm-hmm. to other people who want it. Hey, we also do this, and we have spare time. Yeah. You want to do, but going forward, long term, I think nothing is really fully secure because, you know, we are all in any way, uh, you know, placeholders for softwares. Believe it or not, even us, because mm-hmm. softwares are getting more advanced. Mm-hmm. The platforms don't want middlemen. They will always want to go as close as possible to the end client, and we are in some way. At least my job, even though. We are middlemen because even, well, I'm an engineer in the algorithm, so the the service is already there. We just make it efficient for the customer. If you go to Amazon and Amazon wants you, here's an interesting thing. Amazon or Google, when you go and say, I'm selling this, I'm a florist, at the best florist in town, they say, yeah, advertise and make it very simple and straightforward. But what you don't know, it's a bidding war and it's automated and it's complex that they just want you to put a budget but what you don't know is that budget you're bidding against other people who are not very well, you know, actually don't know anything. They're beginners. They're just using automated system. Mm-hmm. And the system and all these like, you know, algorithms of like, you know, advertising, they are designed to make money for the platform. They are not in any way doing you any favor. They just make money for the platform and get the buyer to show up so that you keep buying and get people to compete yeah, together. Remind you, you looked at this this time last year. Do you still want it? <laughs> <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Facebook and all this. So they create all these automated, you know, uh, you know, rules and things that they are never to your advantage. They're not your friends. Mm-hmm. My job as consultants in, in marketing and this, we, we just like reverse things and just work out and like do everything manually to get the most out of it mm-hmm. and the benefit, uh, you know, the the client. And then we get a cut from that or or a fee. Mm-hmm. But you know the platforms don't want, don't want, don't like that, of course. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm it's like a kind of you could say a broker in the services, mm-hmm. but more like from an engineering point of view. So you're messing up. You're not messing up their system, though, are you? No, no, we're you're not, a, no. You're I'm just licensed. helping the client, helping the supplier. Yeah, of course. I'm certified by Google to you know in in SEO and uh, ads in Google Ads. Oh, is it? So we get certified. Okay. But but I don't really think. I mean, for example, now Google for for agencies to be a digital marketing agency licensed by Google, this year they've added a new requirement, which is you have to accept seventy percent of Google recommendations. And guess what? What's that? 
So to to keep the license and be like accredited, Google um, accredited digital marketing agency that people can come to you. Part of that license, there is a term that you have to accept 70% of uh, Google's recommendations. But Google's recommendation, half of them, is to make more money. So they want the customer to spend more money. You know, just like they want you to bid more. Yeah, yeah. They want you to pay always more for a client. You know? Okay. So it's not... So is it, is it, see Google and Amazon, from my understanding, they're rivals, aren't they? Or, or they're owned by the same people? No, they, they're not rivals. They're different. Sorry, I dropped my microphone. They, they are different uh, different markets, sort of. Okay. Uh, Amazon is for people when they are there going to buy something. Uh, mm. But Amazon also owns a lot of, you know, you know, mm. assets for advertising and display. Mm. And Google is a search, mostly. Oh. Okay. Uh, well, my last two questions are, the first one is, what have you what do you know now that you wish you knew when you started this business uh, that's a that's a good question um, I think um, I wish I knew before the importance of data analysis really really well because before like I didn't know this but years and years ago we worked on like our oh, intention gut feelings and this mm-hmm. but now I'm, I'm really learning more that it's like really you don't have to do that because it's most of the time it's wrong and we're biased and then and then and the data there's data out there for anything you want to do mm-hmm. from I don't know where to buy a house to what product you want to make you want to make sure that it's successful and makes money so um, I hope that answers the question yeah is, and my last question is what's the impact you want to have on the world uh, very good questions you know Right. Like, oh, when you're on my 200th episode I know good question is like when you actually never forget the question or the answer <laughs> okay <laughs> thank you the, the impact I wish to be an inspiration I come from uh, Tunisia and I come from like really uh, um, a poor upbringing mm-hmm. and uh, and I want to hopefully be uh, inspire my my cousins my nephews my, my people back home mm-hmm. to that to really don't give up and to really think you know that anything is possible and um, you know you don't have to just do you know what you think you should and just keep an open mind I I, I know it makes sense in my head mm-hmm. it's a tough question I wish I can give more context no, it makes sense it makes sense and last but not least where can people find you if they if they hear you and they want to hitch use your services yeah where can people find you yeah so my agency is called rank tact that's stands for ranking tactics dot com it's a it's a, a company in london do you want to they s- find me at rank do you want to spell it yeah r-a-n-k-t-a-n-c-t Okay. Dot com. Dot com. And are you on Instagram? Do you want to give that out, or are you happy just with rank tax? Uh, I don't really use Instagram uh, much, so uh, you can find me at ranktact.com um, and uh, reach out there. And also, we're on LinkedIn. Okay, then. And it's LinkedIn is rank tax. Rank tax. Rank tax. It's also on Facebook. I think even on Instagram. I don't remember. We don't use it much. Okay. Well, thanks a lot for that. It's been a great interview. Thank you.
We hoped you liked that episode. Keeping in mind, we never know who we're going to interview. We post twice a day, 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. GMT. Have you ever considered the future economies to invest in? Why not listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories? Considering Africa has the fastest growing economies and population on Earth and has done for many years, it holds 30% of the world's known natural resources. We publish twice a week, Tuesday, with a guest investor, and Fridays, talking about investment, politics, and history, providing a clear understanding for any potential investor.